Welcome to the City Off Campus podcast with your two favorite hosts, Sammy Sommerfeld and Jack McFarland. Before I introduce today's guest, I just want to ask if you have ever heard of Good Pods. Good Pods is an app where you follow friends and influencers to see what podcasts they're listening to. So for all of you who spend too much time searching around trying to find a new show, this will solve your problems. Picture Instagram or Twitter, but just for podcasts. Just download Good Pods from the App Store, Google Play Store, and invite your friends so you can follow each other. And don't forget to follow me at Sammy Summerfeld and Jack is at Jack McFarland. And you can stay up to date with our podcast, the City Off Off Campus podcast. But I love to give and get recommendations for other shows too. I would love to see what other shows you like to listen to. And remember, go download Good Pods. The link and information will be featured on our social media platforms and in the description below. And now for our guest today is Iowa softball commit, Maddie Rose. Rouse. Hello. How's it going? So um, first, would you like to introduce yourself to Iowa Hawkeye fans, where you're from, position you play, a little bit of background? Yeah. Um, I'm Madeline Rouse. I'm from St. Charles, Illinois. It's a suburb um, west of Chicago. And I am a pitcher and outfielder. I go to St. Charles East High School. Um, I'll be coming in next year. Yeah. Okay, nice. So my first question, so it's kind of a fun one. Um, being from St. Charles, Illinois, we have to ask first off, are you a Cubs or Sox fan? That's a divided podcast between Jack and I. Oh gosh. So that's the first question. Um, I'm definitely a Cubs fan, but my dad does a lot of work for the Sox. So this is rare, but I am a Cubs and Sox fan. I'd say I'm more Cubs, but like, you know, the business side of things, Sox. Um, I mean, they're giving us some money for work. So that's nice. And so I like Sox and I like Cubs. I like the atmosphere on the Cubs, I guess you could say. Like, I like their, their relationships a lot better than the Sox, I think. They're more bonded. But yeah. See that, Jack? Tight knit Cubs community. That's all I have to say. Everybody loves it. I, it literally does not it does not phase me at all i don't care uh i want to ask you so being from the chicagoland area what's your favorite pizza place from around here oh gosh you're gonna hate me for this i don't like pizza i don't eat pizza no not at all nope, i hate pizza, all right so but... then let's let's rephrase that like if you could choose anywhere to get food from from around you like where would you go Oh, Portillo's. That's something that no one else All right. Love Portillo's. So I was I was gonna ask between it was between the pizza and the beef, but I didn't know if, if people were that particular. And I guess you are actually one of the first people I know that doesn't like pizza from yeah, this well, area. I'm, I'm allergic to well, I'm not really allergic. I'm like I try to stay away from dairy because I have like a dairy sensitivity. So certain types. Like I could eat ice cream every now and again, but like I can't have it every night or it'd make me sick. Uh, I kind of had that thing where, you know, when you're younger and you have, you eat some food and you get sick, but you kind of correlate yeah. the, the sickness to the food. I threw up after eating pizza. So I never ate pizza again. And I, I don't yeah. even like the smell of it. Like if someone has pizza by me, I would just be like, give it away. That was like me when I was younger. I had, um, like, I would love calamari. And then one time I bit into it and I, like ripped through the breading and I saw like the tentacle itself and oh, I might have no. been like nine and I was just like this is not for me and I was oh scarred from that point of, yeah I know Sam Come I got on. it like I got over it when I was like 18 or whatever but it took me some <laughs> time 
took a few years. <laughs> it did. And I'm glad I got over it finally because it was one of those things that I liked. I didn't know what it was. And then I finally saw that tentacle and I was totally turned off from it. Yes, I understand. So going into being a Hawkeye, this is usually a question I like to ask people at the end of the interview. But I think um, for your interview, this is kind of a good way to start it. What does getting the opportunity to be an Iowa Hawkeye, what does it mean to you? Oh, it means so much. Um, my parents didn't go to college, so going to college is a big thing for me and my family. So I'm, I'll be the first generation. Um, it was kind of hard figuring things out just because they didn't go to college. As soon as I went to Iowa to visit it, um, well, first off, a lot of people from around here go to Iowa. So it's always, I always see Iowa flags and st like car stickers and all of that. So I always wanted to check it out. So when I went there, I loved like the, I loved Iowa city and it kind of reminded me of St. Charles. I mean, St. Charles is small, but like we have this, um, it's like a hill that goes down. Then we have this little river in between, then it goes back up. And that kind of reminded me of Iowa. So it felt like home already. Um, and the people there, when I went, and just walked around before I like hooked up with the coaches and we walked around and I got a tour from them. I was just walking around with my family when we stopped there on the way to like a tournament and everyone was nice waving, saying hi. And I, everyone was just so nice there and it just felt like home already. So. Yeah, that's awesome. What are you looking forward to about playing softball at Iowa? The girls on the team are super nice. I've talked to Lauren Shaw, she's a pitcher, and we're kind of like into the same stuff. We're into like crystals and like just good vibes in general. Um, like this is, I mean, some people think it's weird, but I love it. And I'm just all about positivity. And I feel like everybody has so much control over themselves and you're the one bringing yourself down and you're the one that can lift yourself up. So I love that about her. Um, even though she's going to be gone when I go, um, just having that connection with her, like helped me find some other girls on a team that are nice, but just, it made me think about Iowa as a whole. And I just, every time I step foot on the campus, I think of just positive vibes. Like, I just think it's so cool. And the coaches are super nice and the technology they have is so cool. Obviously in the, like this world where we are improving with technology so fast. So I just think that that's really cool that they can look at the game from a technology standpoint. And then Dillinger, um, the pitching coach, looks at things in like a math way from like, like a strike, like up here and like, like inside high is different than outside low. It's like, it could be the same speed, but from a batter standpoint, it looks like a different speed. Like inside would seem faster than outside, obviously. So like, I just like their different philosophies and all that. You like taking a deeper look at like softball and like the whys on some things happen specifically with pitching, obviously with what you've just mentioned. Yeah. Um, well, something that I told Sammy was um, that I love the pressure of pitching, just that you're in that spot and everything like you can't function without a pitcher, you can't function without a catcher, you can't function really without any position, but this pitching is so important. And if you miss your spot, you're screwed. <laughs> like that's going over the fence, but like everything comes down to that and you need to make sure you hit your spots. I love that the, just the pressure of you need to get it here and you need to spin it here. Like I'm more of a spin pitcher. Um, so I like to spin the ball a lot. Um, yeah, I just, I love the pressure of being on the mound 
which is weird and rare. A lot of people don't say that, but that's why I'm a pitcher. I'm also an outfielder, obviously, but um, pitching is definitely my first position. So speaking of pitching, in 2019, you threw a no-hitter in an AAU game, right? Mm-hmm. So was that your first ever no-hitter that you've thrown? Um, That was my first, like, serious no-hitter, I guess. Like, when you're younger, you can throw a no-hitter, yeah. but it's, you know, it's not the same. Like, as I grow up, things just feel more intense, and I feel more and more proud of myself as I grow up with all the work I put in, like, the work I put in four years ago, three years ago, two years ago is not what I'm putting in now. Like now I am constantly working every day. Like I just got back from pitching. I'm sorry, my hair is all wet. Like, but I'm just constantly going. I've been waking up at 4.30 in the morning to pitch or not pitch to work out before school just because I want to get my workout in. And I've actually seen a weird improvement with my grades with working out in the morning. Um, I just like stay awake and alert more. And even with my SAT score, I didn't work out before one of my SATs, not that good of a score. And then I worked out before another one of my SATs and my score went so far up, which is weird, but kind of fascinating, I think. So on the topic of school, is there any update within the state and the IHSA for the spring sport expectation? Like if there's going to be a season or if they're just kind of playing it by ear? Yeah. Our governor's really confusing, but oh, that, um, oh yeah, things are constantly changing. Um, IHSA right now said that you can play travel and softball at the same time, which is exciting for me because I like to work every day. So having that high school during the week and then like travel tournaments over the weekend are like I think it's really cool, just because I love that work every day. Um, yeah, it's just constantly changing though, so I don't even know if we're going to have a spring sport. It's nice hearing that there's a vaccine. And that gives me hope for the spring sport. But yeah, I really hope we do have it just because we got second in state my sophomore year and then junior year last year, it got canceled. So I'd like to see what we can do this year, especially since our team is full of seniors. So this is all of our last year. So it'd be really nice to go back at it. So being a senior in high school going, you know, getting ready for hopefully your final season as a senior trying to chase another state title or getting back to that stage, but then also preparing for that college playing career. What drives you to wake up at 4.30 in the morning every morning before school and work out and get that extra work in? Um, It brings me back to the positivity thing. I think that when I wake up early in the morning, I, I like having a routine. So knowing what I'm going to do at 4.30, 5, like after that I make my shake with, I have a bunch of different stuff I put into it. And then I go shower, get ready for school. And then after school, I have my pitching thing. I just like that routine. Um, the thing that drives me is just the feeling I get after working out. The feeling before working out, it's kind of just like, oh darn it, like I've got to work out, great. Like I'm waking up early, I'm missing out on some sleep that I could be getting if I just slept in an hour and didn't work out. But who wants that at the end, like you're going to feel guilty if you do that. And at the end of a workout, you always feel so good when you finish it. Like some ladies that I work out with, I work out with some people my age and some like older women too, um, like moms and stuff or people that just got out of college for sports. And a lot of them will leave like earlier than they should for work. <laughs> so that always makes me feel like I'm good about myself because I feel like I'm always pushing myself. And I just like, I don't, there's always a finisher and it's always very hard 
And if you leave before that because you keep reminding yourself you don't have like time, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like you could always finish it. And if it's just like every time, I guess, that they a lot of people will miss out on it. And I just don't understand how someone could really feel good about themselves if they don't finish what they like started, you know? What do you want to study here at college? I what's something that you want to like, you want a psychiatrist? What, yes. What's inspired you to do that? Um, I love helping people and talking to people. I'm a big talker. Um, also, my aunt it has Down syndrome. So I would like to work with people with special needs and children. So I would like that prescribing medicine part. So that's why the psychiatrist, but I do like psychology and just helping people overall. Like my child development courses that I took in um, school were really nice. And so that's when I figured out that I wanted to be with children too. So I'm gonna work with the children and special needs. You talk about your work ethic and training another quality or role you take great pride in is being a leader or having a leadership role. Mm -hmm. Why is that so important to you when you're on a team? Um, I love having control of everything. Another thing with having the mound, you know? Um, so I just like the feeling of people looking up to me and like, that's what also pushes me to work out every morning is just that I do have some girls that look up to me like younger. Um, so that's that's a great feeling having girls look up to you. But um. I, I took a look at your Twitter and one of the recent tweets that I saw was an idea that you tweeted at Elon Musk oh about gosh, yeah. the, the glow in the dark Tesla. Yep. <laughs> so a couple of questions on that one. Like, where did that idea come from? Because that's genius. Not like he needs any more money, but that's a genius idea. Yeah. And two, I feel like you do this a lot and you brainstorm. Like, what other cool, innovative ideas have you just randomly thought of? Oh, geez. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. It's usually when okay. I'm laying in bed. I have a hard time, like, falling asleep. So I will just lay in bed and stare at the ceiling and just think of random things. Like, my friend Elliot and I, she's going to St. Francis University in Pennsylvania to play softball. Um we were, we were in someone's garage and they had a Tesla and we were just looking at it and we're like, what if it was like glow in the dark? And like, you could choose the color that it glow in the dark with. Like, I don't know. It was just a really weird idea. It was just a stupid idea of a, yeah. Stupid. I, I would be I surprised no, if it, if, if get, somewhere in the future, we didn't see a glow in the dark Tesla at some well, point. I for sure think that electric cars are going to be the next thing. There is not going to be any gas cars left in a few like I don't know how many years but it's gonna happen <laughs> so and hopefully yeah. they're gonna be glow in the dark and then you could raise your hand on Twitter and say hey look here I would like a percentage of this for my idea well he never noticed me but I mean I wasn't expecting him to notice me it was just an idea but I'm afraid it'd be illegal <laughs> you know like there's oh, those yeah. people that have like their tires lit up and stuff like with the blue lights and that kind of throws me off a little bit when I'm driving <laughs> Like, I think it's cool, but I've also seen people get pulled over for it and know people that have gotten pulled over for it. So then after I tweeted, I'm like, oh, should I take this down? Is it illegal? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> How many pitches do you throw? And what is the fastest pitch you throw? So far, the fastest pitch is 62. I am working right now with a heavy ball light ball drill, which should kick my speed up. This is in the winter is when I usually focus on speed. And then going into the spring, I focus more on my spins and spots. I constantly spin this like hockey puck thing every day to make sure that I have my spins going even when I'm working more on speed in the winter. Um, 
I throw a really good change up and curveball and a screwball, which is an angled pitch, not really spin, but um, it gets in on people. Um, I'm working a lot on my rise because a rise is very important, moving the ball up and down. But right now I've mastered getting in and out instead of up and down. So, but I do need to work. I have a rise. I'm not confident in it all the time. Like there are, I have on and off days with my rise, but the rest of those pitches are really good. But how many, think, how many oh, inches ahead, does a yeah. rise pitch rise? Like how, cause oh, I, yeah. being from, I being from baseball, like I've never seen a pitch go up. I've only seen pitches go down. Yeah. I think it um, depends. It's different, but like you could have like a low rise and a high rise. Um, you could definitely tell by the way a batter is swinging on deck, what their weakness and their strong. Um, so like, what do you read? So based on like where their hands are and like where they step, all that, like you could tell if you need to throw it in on them and they can't make it in or you throw it out or like a way away. That's usually you could tell. And I've always had coaches that have called pitches for me. I've never had a catcher that's called. Um, I don't really actually know. I don't remember what they do at Iowa, but it doesn't really matter to me. Would but you ever want that freedom to have that like you I've and, the, you and the catcher? It. Yeah. Yeah. I've never really shaken off a pitch. Um, Cause I've never put myself like, I've never thought negatively about my pitching. Like if there's always a pitch that's I know is like difficult for me um, and I just need to believe in myself to get it. I, use, I almost always like pitch it like right where it needs to be. And it's always cause I believe in myself. I believe that. How does the strategizing or the confidence change from being on the mound to being in the outfield for you? I think the outfield is just, I feel like pitching is more focused than outfield. I feel like outfield is very easy for me because when I see the ball, I go to the ball. Like you always have a goal to get to the ball. And usually you like just it should be natural to dive for a ball if you see where it's going. Like you just, I feel like I love tracking the ball, especially I like playing the corners. I don't really like center field, but right field and left field I like because I like um, the challenge of getting like foul balls and stuff and knowing like we had a hard time at state because there was a runner on third and there was a foul ball and one of our girls caught the foul ball. And I learned from that situation that because the runner tagged up on third if she would have dropped the ball then it who knows what would have happened next because that runner wouldn't have scored from I never thought of it that way but from that moment on I always looked at it that way so from two years ago I've always looked at the outfield differently and more strategy than just going with the flow type thing um that actually that situation really changed my view on the outfield but I love the challenge of getting like foul balls, running as fast as I can to them. Cause I usually don't realize it. And like, I get out of breath when I run, obviously who doesn't, but um, when I'm running in the outfield, I feel like I never get out of breath. And I don't know if it's because I'm constantly thinking about like the ball where it's going, or I, I feel like I'm just really focused in the outfield and plugged in. And I'm always like taking steps. And like, I always just know, I always think about where I'm going, we're pitching. I'm like, I need to focus on this pitch. And I just need to like throw it. Like I always know when I'm pitching, I never think about mechanics. I just need to, I can't think too much about it or I'll get overwhelmed and I will go kind of crazy in my head. So that's a huge, there's a huge difference in pitching and outfield, but I love them both very much. 
Is there anything that distracts you while you're pitching? Just like something that just, whether it's a a parent yelling at their kid or something, like, I don't know. Like, is there anything that just honestly gets into the back of your head? I used to get very irritated when I heard people like on the other side, um, like yelling at me, like yelling, that's a ball or um, like, that's too low or something. Cause that's a lot of what a lot of people do. and I used to get so bothered by that. And then I'd pitch really bad and I tried to pitch really hard, like as hard as I can, but then it didn't really work out. And so I learned that happened two years ago too. I think two years ago was really my like learning point where I, le- I just learned so much about softball and what I need to do to get here. But um, yeah, I just, I used to get irritated by it. I don't anymore. I used to be like a grunter when I pitched. I'd like grunt really loud and then people would make fun of me because of it. And I was like, ah, whatever, screw that. (laughs) Like, it took me a while to be like, I'm here doing this. They can't control me. And in the end, like I work, like, you know, you work harder. Like I do this, this, and this, and, and what they do does not matter to me. I will always try to outwork someone. Have you ever, I guess the only way to put it is like you ever snap back at a heckler during a game or just like looked at someone just oh, gave yeah. him a look because there was one time when I was a senior in high school I think I went to a substate or sectional game for a girls soccer team and I got this is terrible of me but I'm I might have like I don't even know what I did but the goalie was like really into the game yeah. and I might have like I don't know me. I might have I, you did. I, I look, Sam, I can't say definitively what I did, but I, I chirped her and I was wearing gray oh. sweatpants and she, she fucking pointed at me and she said, zip it, gray pants. And I I shut up immediately and I was so that was probably the last time where I ever like heckled a high school game because I got chirped by someone my own age. I was like, this isn't for me anymore. have you you ever done that um yes I'm trying to think of a time when I did but I know for sure I did I don't really know about any stories right now um in the end though I've realized it doesn't matter what people think of me and what people say to me it just matters what I think and I've learned that a lot through all of these like energies I'm learning about I guess um yeah it just doesn't really matter to me like I said the grunting thing people would always make fun of me people will say things to me that will irritate me but it's kind of like the sticks and stones they break my bones but like words can't hurt you know Mm -hmm. so yeah I mean it was again two years ago was when I'd chirp back at people and I'd I would try to fight people (laughs) I did have a problem with that I was very aggressive uh but yeah I've learned (laughs) So having the goals playing softball in college and kind of having that as a motivating factor to get better and to always train and improve, you talk, you reference a lot where you were at two years ago to now, mm-hmm. how did the goal of getting to become a college athlete drive you to make changes and improvements to your game, body, mind, et cetera? Well, I started doing camps when I was in eighth grade and I started to find out from a lot of schools I did have a really bad attitude problem and you could tell from my body language on the mound so I went to a few camps um there was mainly the 
it was weird. It was most of the schools that I visited in Michigan. So I went to like a Michigan state camp and I went to a Grand Valley state camp and they noticed my body language right away. And that's when they told me, we will not look at you at all if you keep that body language. That is the, like, it just shows you're, you're like uncoachable. You can't, you can't show that. Like that's, as soon as you show the negative body language, you're done, you're defeated, you know? So I learned from camps and from coaches telling me, keep your shoulders up. Cause I would always slouch my shoulders or like, I always have to just take a breath, relax, keep my shoulders back. And that way I looked confident even to the batter. Like the batter doesn't want, if the batter sees you slouching and like stomping your foot around, like they know they got you. If you are confident, you got your shoulders back, all of that, the, the hitters like, oh shit, like <laughs> she can, she's got it. She's got it going. So yeah, I learned, I learned from camps mainly and seeing other coaches and yeah, I really didn't look at anybody else getting like, I feel like a lot of people look at other pitchers and see, oh, they did that. Like that looks gross. Like I don't want to do that, but I kind of found out for myself and from people giving me feedback that I just shouldn't do that. What, if you have one, what is your pregame routine? Um, I sit on the floor and put my uniform on. <laughs> um, I drink a whole thing of Pedialyte both the day before or the night before my game. So I stay hydrated because I have a really bad migraine issue. I'm on a lot of medications for it and I still don't really know why. Um, but my idea is that I get dehydrated really fast. So I try to drink a lot of Pedialyte, which is a baby's drink really, uh, or like a kid's drink to keep them hydrated. But I use it a lot to stay hydrated for my games. You're, you got the sun beating on you, you're sweating, you're playing the game, running all over. And yeah, I just use that to keep, got, get the fluids in me, keep them in. <laughs> what do you consider to be your greatest strength and your greatest weakness? Mm, my greatest strength, I think, is in, in, the, like, in my sport or just in general? Um, let's go both. Okay. Well, I'd say for both, um, I'd say I'm trustworthy. And I think that having that bond with players is really a key thing. So if you have some friends and they're having a hard time, like mentally or just with like a family situation, I feel like it's key to build those relationships and to be trustworthy. And I am a good communicator. So like communication is also key, especially with softball. So I'd say I'm really good with communicating and I'm trustworthy and um, just like nice to talk to. I think that that those building relationships is very, very important. Um, my weakness, I mean, I don't know why I'd want to share that because people just could just beat me up on that. So I don't really know about a weakness. I'd say still, I'm still working on my attitude. I have mastered it on the field, but I could be back home and laying in bed and be really upset with myself about a game, but really I can't go back. Like I know that I cannot go back and change what I did, like how I pitched in a game or um, a ball that I missed in a game. Like I can't go back and change that. I have to worry about the next thing, but still like I could go to bed and I could be still beaten up on myself about it. I could show people, I could show everyone that I am confident and that I got it all handled and that nothing bothers me, but really like I could go home and be in the shower, be in bed and be like, wow, like that sucked. 
I'm pretty disappointed in myself, but I also think that I do learn from those situations um, and games and stuff, um, like what I missed or the things that I just did wrong. Like, I feel like it's not good to dwell on it, but it is at the same time for just like a little bit, just to know your mistakes and to fix them. Cause I feel like if you um, ignore your mistakes, like they're not gonna get fixed, you know? So I do feel like I need to think about it a little bit, but just to myself, you know, not let anybody know that if things affect me. Yeah. Um, what is your greatest on-field accomplishment um, to date? Would you consider it? And then kind of after that, a follow-up to that is looking ahead to playing for Iowa and getting to compete against every other Big Ten team. Is there a team or is there a specific place that you're looking forward to playing in or against? I wouldn't like I feel like all of the schools that I've looked at were outside of the Big Ten. Um, I looked at Northwestern for a little bit when I was younger, but I mainly looked at schools that were outside of the Big Ten. So I don't really have anything against the schools in the Big Ten, I guess. Um, no one's upset at me or I don't oh, have uh, friends that are really going there, you know? Yeah. So like, I don't have any, like, I mean, no, I'm I just looking forward to playing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I just didn't know if there was a stadium or oh, anything no. like that, that, you know, particular road trip you were looking forward to more than the others. I mean, any Illinois school would be nice just cause I'm, I live here and I know people that go to those schools. Um, so I feel like beating any Illinois team would be nice, but I don't have any that I'm really, really looking forward to. Or I mean, obviously I want to crush every team I play, but um, I have none that I just really want revenge, you know? So. Yeah. And then going back, I kind of piled on two questions there. Um, what do you consider to be your greatest on-field accomplishment? Whether it's, yeah, you talked about team kind of already. So let's talk about individual on-field accomplishment. Well, <laughs> I don't really know. I guess like it's not really an accomplishment. I mean, throwing no hitters is nice, you know, but I always try to focus on like like the attitude part of things and just the team part of things. I never really like to focus on myself and my own accomplishments, I guess, but I do. I don't know how to explain it, but I mean, throwing no hitters was really important to me, but I feel like no hitters also your defense has got to back you up because I've had times where I've had no hitters, but they've been like three strikeouts. Like I've played good teams where I've thrown a no hitter, but my field has got me, you know? So I feel like every single individual accomplishment I have has been supported by my friends and teammates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Um, and then speaking of teammates and stuff, um, with COVID, um, you obviously haven't been able to like visit campus mm -hmm. as a senior and get to kind of start, you know, in person meeting yeah, teammates or people in your freshman class that mm -hmm. will be going in with you. So yeah. how have you gone about bonding and building relationships with the people in your recruiting class and with people who might already be on the team? So social media is great I guess I could say um we communicate a lot through snapchat 
again, I don't really like social media, to be honest. It is a way, like right now with coronavirus, I can't really meet up with people. I've met up with a few girls on a team. Like I met Devin for the first time. I flew to California to meet her. Because so, I mean, who doesn't want to meet their roommate, their future <laughs> roommate? So I went over there to meet her and that was super fun. And I've, um, I drove down to Indianapolis just outside of there to visit a catcher on the team named Maddie. She's super nice. And the other girls I haven't really gotten to see or meet, but I am excited to meet them. We do communicate through Snapchat and stuff, but that's it. I also communicate with Lauren Shaw through Snapchat and I could see like what she's doing and stuff. And her stories are really cool. And same with Kid Rocco. So they, I am really excited to meet them. And it is a bummer that I can't right now, but I have done what I can do to meet the girls in person. A lot of us are busy. Obviously we play like the sport. So we're constantly working out, constantly pitching. So it's hard to find time, especially with school right now. I did a lot of my meeting, like the teammates over the summer, um, but it's hard with school to figure it out, especially since it's changing with in school, online, like it's constantly changing. Our schedules are constantly changing. So it's really hard to find time to visit people yeah definitely I definitely understand that um and my final question for you is what are your goals and expectations for yourself going into your college career and what are and I have a second follow-up actually to that too and then also on top of that what are you looking forward to the most the most about being um at Iowa in Iowa City okay what was the first question? Sorry, I forgot it. Uh, what are your goals and expectations oh, okay. going into your college career? Um, I am not expecting to be number one at first, for sure. Um, I'm excited to work with the staff there. Um, I'm excited to, I definitely am working at home as much as I can all the time, but I'm excited to have girls that, these girls are top notch. Like a lot of people will, like think like they're the top of their class you know they're super good like girls that went to state and girls um that are just super good going to Iowa and you think you're super good because like I think I'm good right because I'm doing really well for my class and I'm you know top notch Devin's top notch all of our other pitchers are top notch Brittany Haley all of them and just where was I going with this hold on (laughs) um just that everyone's good. And when you get there, you're all the same and you all need to kind of work against each other, even though you're, they're your teammates. You know, I work against other people. Like I will use people that are super good and better than me to work harder than them. You know, I try to always up it and you could always be doing more. So that's what I always think. And while they, I mean, they're my teammates, my high school teammate, even she's going to Harvard and She's super good. And I always, I love her to death. She's super sweet. She's super good at softball, but I will always use her to push me. I always use my teammates to push me. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I'm doing what I can now, obviously the most that I can do. Um, And I'm really excited to go to college and just have like things structured and kind of already planned out where I kind of, plan everything myself right now if that makes sense like I kind of like I'm always texting like people trying to figure out my schedule for the week every week but I feel like it's going to be more of like a group thing in college 
um, where things are going to be like, you got to practice at this time and you got to do this at this time. So things are already kind of playing out. Cause I already have a hard time making decisions. If I go, like if I'm out with like my boyfriend or my friend and we're going to go get food, they're like, where do you want to go? And I'm like, wherever you want to go. And then they're like, wherever you want to go, like I can never make those decisions. So it's very nice when, um, some there, like, there's always somebody helping me make a plan. All right. Well, guys, this has been an awesome episode. And just to rehash what Sam started with, don't forget to download Good Pods from the App Store. Find some podcasts that cater to your interest and see what we listen to as well. Like always, not the same time, same place. We will see you guys later.